Hello, friends, and welcome to the Coastline Baptist Church podcast. We hope this message will equip, encourage, and edify you in your journey of life. We'd love to connect with you. Please email us at info at coastlinecc.org. And for more information about our church and our services, visit coastlinecc.org. Now let's open our hearts and open God's Word. Next Level Living, it's our theme for the year. We're talking about um, taking our spiritual lives to the next level. And it goes way beyond uh, just filling out a checklist and things like that. Next Level Living is doing whatever it takes to move forward and grow. We've talked about next level vision. We've talked about next level commitment. We've talked about next level compassion. And uh, on and on, next level patience. We've talked about all these. They're all on our website. You can check us out if you want to catch up on some of the messages, if you've missed them. Uh, we've talked about all different uh, messages under this main topic of next level living. Uh, we don't want to get stagnant. We don't want to get comfortable. We want to always be growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. We want to be growing. And it's not, again, not about us trying really hard. It's about us resting in Jesus Christ. I want to be a better husband. Uh, I want to be a better dad. I want to be a better man. I want to have more patience. It doesn't come from me just reading a bunch of self-help books or trying extra hard or, or things like that. It comes from a dependence on Jesus Christ. If I am focused solely focused on my relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ his Son and I'm depending on his grace and I'm resting in his goodness in my life and I'm focused on him then I'm gonna be a better husband naturally I'm gonna be a better dad I'm gonna be a better man I'm gonna be a better Christian I want to please God and again it's not about doing a bunch it's about resting in him It's about resting in him so we've talked about all different topics of next level living so before we jump in, let me pray, ask God to bless, and as I pray, would you ask God as well to keep yourself safe from distractions, help you to be able to focus, and ask God to give you something today. Maybe already your heart's been blessed, and hallelujah for that. Well, this is crucial time now, so let's focus, let's listen, let's see what God has for us. Lord, we love you. We thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your word and what it teaches us. God, help me to to pass on the truth of your word to your people today. Help it to help them. Keep us free from distractions and, and things that might, you know, take our attention away. Help us to focus on the message. Focus on your word. Spirit of God, speak to hearts today. And if there's someone here today that's not saved, that's never given you their heart, help them today to recognize their need for a Savior and rest in the gospel. Rest in your death, burial, and resurrection for eternal salvation. God, you're good. You're faithful. We've seen the evidence, God, of it. You are so great as we sang. Bless the message, your precious name. Amen. Do you ever feel like you're too busy? You ever feel like you're too busy? I feel like that's kind of a redundant question. All of us, I feel like at some point, you're just like, even when I'm retired, I'll probably feel like I'm too busy. You feel like you have too much going on. You feel like maybe, maybe even a little stressed, might I say. Maybe beyond all that, maybe some here have felt or are feeling overwhelmed. It goes beyond just being a little stressed. It goes beyond being just a little busy. You're overwhelmed, like, like life is just too much to carry. I've been there. 
I've said it multiple times in the last over the last year. This past year, 2022, was a banner year for the Savini family. It was a challenging one. And there were many days, many moments where I felt like life was just too much to carry. I've been there. You've been there. Some of you are there right now. Maybe you got a facade on and you look like you're doing fine. All your friends think you're doing great. Your family thinks you're doing great. But deep inside, you are overwhelmed. Things keep you up at night. The world is constantly on the go. The world is constantly moving. And it's sometimes very hard to keep up with it. Maybe you're a, a, a young mom today or a mom in general uh, and, and you feel like you just can't, with all this stuff with the kids and with your marriage and with maybe you work too. If, you're on, if you live in the cave, more, more likely than not, you have to have double income. You both have to work jobs. You're trying to do all this raising a family, making sure you're at church, and it just seems a little much. Maybe you're a dad who's just working hard to support your family on the cave when it seems like there's never enough money and things just kind of get to you sometimes and it's, it's tough. Maybe you're in your 20s or 30s just trying to make ends meet. You're just trying to pay your bills. You don't have any kids yet. You may not even be married yet, but you're just like, I just want to like live a little comfortably and I feel like I just can't catch up. Life can be brutal. And every single day, church, you know this, every single day, people, moms, dads, teenagers, whoever, People every day, you know what they're doing? They're taking their own lives. Suicides are at an all-time high. It's awful. I, I absolutely hate, I don't even really like watching the news, but I hate even on Facebook, you see, you see people that just, rich people, poor people, pastors, that just get so overwhelmed with the troubles of life, with the troubles of ministry, with the stresses of working and raising a family and this and that. Some even have secret addictions that no one knows about because they're trying to, to make everything make sense in their lives and, and it gets just too much for them and the enemy lies and whispers to them and they take their own lives because they feel like there's no other hope. Life is tough sometimes. Life is brutal. The busyness of this world, the stresses of this world, the brutality of this world affects all of us. It reaches into every one of our lives individually. We can't escape it. I wish we could. But the brokenness and sin and evil of this world, the stresses and troubles of this world affect every one of us. And sometimes we just sit, we stare at the wall, and we wonder just what in the world is going on. You ever been there? You're just like, <laughs> the busyness of life, maybe it's the end of the day, it's been a bad day at work, or maybe you got something going on in your family, whatever, and you just like sit on the edge of your bed, and you're just kind of like, you don't, you're not hungry, you, you just look at the wall, and you're like, what, I, don't, I have no idea where to go next. Like, what am I supposed to do? How am I going to get through this? How, how are we going to make it? Even David, in the Bible, felt this way. David and Goliath, remember him, King David? David in Psalm 55, I'll read it. Uh, when he wrote Psalm 55, uh, the scriptures and the scholars say that this was right around the time where his own son was betraying him, was trying to steal his kingdom away from him, trying to kill his father, his old man, King David. And with that, the way that all happened, that betrayal was David's right-hand man, his, his high priest, Ahithophel was his name, like his right-hand man, right man, is the one that got it all figured out. So his son... And his best buddy, his right-hand man, are both against him now. And King David, who was God's man, a man after God's own heart, the Bible says, 
He wrote Psalm 23. He killed Goliath. A lot of great stories and victories for David. And now his son, his best buddy, his right-hand man are against him, trying to steal the kingdom. He has to go into hiding. And in Psalm 55, this is what David says. And maybe you can relate. He says, give ear to my prayer, O God. Hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend unto me. Hear me. I mourn in my complaint. I make a noise. Man, he's just like, man, this is really getting to me. Because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. And later on in the, in the psalm, he says, it wasn't even some stranger, it was my own friend. And in verse 4, he says, my heart is sore pained within me. The terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come up upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, and this is what David says in verse 6 of Psalm 55. He says, oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then I would fly away and be at rest. He's like, if I, and don't we just feel like that sometimes too? Like, if I could just get out of here, if I could just get away from all this. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm living in the Cape. I'm like, I got to get away from the Cape. It's killing me right now sometimes. And maybe wherever you're at, you're like, I got to get away from this job. I got to get out of this relationship. I got to fill in the blank. And it just becomes too much like, man, if I could, like David, if I had wings like a dove, I'd fly away and then finally I'd be at rest. I could finally be at rest. And that's the message today. We're talking about next level rest. Next level rest. I'm a dad. I love being a dad. My kids are getting older. My oldest just turned 12, which is literally insane. And um, I was thinking, I said to my wife, I said, hey, you know, like, this fall, our birthdays are in September and November. I said, we're going to be, like, 16 years away from 50. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth, Donald, right now. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. Like, we're like one kid getting his license that 16 years away from being 50. And apparently everything just comes crashing down is what I've heard. So I'm not looking forward to it. But I love being a dad. My kids are getting older. And, and they're all kind of past that, like, you know, infant and toddler stage. Brady's going to be seven in October. It's wild. But kids, especially as they're younger and when they're older, too, and probably when they're teenagers, but especially when they're younger, kids really need to be, like, fully taken care of. They really don't offer much to, uh, you know, the income of the family. You know, it's not like they can work. Would be nice, right? Get out and get, you know, do your 40 hours, Donald, because I need some, we need some help with rent. They don't really, they need to be fully taken care of. They need their food, they need their meals, they need to obviously have liquids and drinks, they have, you have to dress them and all these different things. But one thing is with all that is they need rest. Their rest is so important. It is amazing what a tired child is capable of. It's amazing. <laughs> And everybody that has no kids are like, huh, what? You were probably the tired kid that was impossible to deal with. It's amazing how fast a child can go from being like, yeah, and then when it switches over to like suddenly their tiredness affects them, it's like, it's hilarious. Sometimes they start crying. Sometimes they start laughing. My son Seth with special needs. When he gets tired, he'll start cackling like a, like a witch. I'm like, this kid is, sounds like a lunatic sometimes. And it's like 2 in the morning. This morning, he was up at 3 in the morning for some odd reason, and he thought it was the most funny thing in the world. I didn't think it was that funny. Neither did Marissa. But kids, what they need their rest. My wife, when she, um, when she gets tired, she, 
It's hilarious. I remember we drove, we used to live in Michigan, and we came back uh, to Massachusetts to visit family years ago because we served in Michigan as youth pastors. And we drove back, and we finally got to the Cape, and it's like a 16-hour drive. It's a long time. We had all the kids, and we, I'm like, let's, I think we drove through the night that time, so we were really tired. So we, like, lay down finally. She hung up with her family, went to bed at, like, 7 o'clock. Because we drove through the night, got in around three. She wanted to see her family. We hadn't seen them all year. And we lay down, and um, I'm like, oh, I'm comfortable now. And she's like crying. I'm like, baby, you all right? She's like, I'm just so tired. I'm like, you're in bed. <laughs> Go to sleep. I'm just so tired. But when we're tired, man, we act differently. Physically, we need rest. Yes, our bodies need rest. Some of you would do very well to slow down a bit physically. You say, well, I'm going to work this. i got to make all the money. I hear you. I understand this, especially living on Cape. But some of us, if we're going to end up burning ourselves out physically and hurting ourselves, we, physically we need rest. But when we're physically tired, we are often mentally tired. And when we're mentally tired, we often get emotionally worn out. You see where this path is going? I'm physically tired. I'm not resting, uh, things like that. So now my mind's obviously going a billion places because I've been up for so long. I haven't been really getting the rest I need. So now I'm emotionally worn out because mentally I'm so tired. And when we are emotionally worn out, we often lash out at those closest to us. A heart with no rest, and there's the scriptures of Psalm 55, a heart with no rest is a heart with little patience. Write that down and remember it. A heart with no rest is a heart with little patience. I can tell you how many times that's been me. I haven't, I, I've been going too hard, especially when I was in Michigan serving there. I mean, I was always on the go, always doing this. Always. I, had about, I, I wore about 15 different hats, and I was always doing something. And you know what? I'd get home finally, and the kids would want. They were so young then. And you know what? I was so impatient. Because I wasn't resting. I wasn't emotionally and physically and mentally rested, spiritually rested. None of those things. A heart with no rest is a heart with little patience. So if you are naturally a jerk and impatient with all those around you, you should really check yourself and see if you're getting proper rest. And I'm not talking about just a nap. I'm talking about rest in your soul. A heart with no rest is a heart with little patience. In the New Testament, we find Jesus... Our example, by the way, he is our example. The scriptures say in Romans 8, we're predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, who is Jesus Christ. That's next level living. Next level living is just living more like Jesus. We find our example, Jesus, uh, sleeping in a boat. He's with his disciples. They're going over the sea. And, and he's, the, the, he's sleeping under in the, you know, in, the, in the room of the boat, whatever you want to call it. And a storm comes. And it's wild, and it's crazy, and the disciples are freaking out, and they're like trying to do this, and the rain, and thunder, and lightning, and they're trying to save their lives, I think they're going to die. And Jesus is down underneath the, the dock there, the, the uh, deck there, sleeping. And they even go down to him and say, Master, do you even care that we're all going to die? And he's just taking a nap. Hear this, church. If Jesus can find rest in the middle of the storm, so can we. Do you believe that, church? If Jesus can find rest in the middle of the storm, so can we. But, but how can we? How can we say, well, that's great to know, but how? Because I feel like I'm in the middle of a storm, and I feel like I'm, I have no rest in my soul, in my mind. We first need to look at what hinders our rest before we can look at how we actually get it. Because the truth is, there's so many things in our lives, church, that we allow to take away and hinder the rest that we need. 
that our souls need, that our hearts need, that our minds need. First off, and, and I'm going to go through these quickly. I, I won't be long today at all. Um, first off, over-busyness. And this is very practical stuff, church. Over-busyness hinders our rest. That's pretty self-explanatory. That's pretty easy to understand. We fill our schedules and we empty our strength. That's what we do. It's kind of natural for humans to do that. We have to always be on the go. We have to always be doing something. Maybe it's not work, but maybe it's something else. And you're always moving. We fill our schedules. We empty our strength. We plan out our years, our months, our days. And even some of us plan out every hour. And we don't plan for any rest at all. So we're constantly going. Even our vacations are jam-packed to where you get home and you need a vacation from your vacation, it seems like sometimes. Over-busyness hinders our rest. And again, when we're physically tired, we're mentally tired, we're emotionally worn out, and we lash out at people. Over-busyness. You work, and hey, hey, we need someone to come in. Hey, I got it. And that's fine. I'm all for being a good employee. But you have to really say, God, how much is too much? you got to show me here. You, you have to help me because I don't want to get spiritually unrested. I don't want to be mentally, uh, you know, uh, hindered in my rest. I want to be the most effective person I can be. I want to be the man or woman that God created me to be. And if I am not resting, if I am allowing myself to get over busy and always on the move with work and this and all these different things you can fill in the blank, man, I'm not going to be at rest in my soul and I'm not going to be the person that God wants me to be. What else hinders our rest? Not just over busyness, but unrealistic expectations hinder our rest. We put too much on our plates. We, like I said, we wear too many hats. We say yes too much. Oh, man. How many, how many yes people we got in here? Yes people, anybody? Yes, I'm, that's one of me. It's some, hey, can you do this? Yeah, yeah. And I'm all for helping people. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, hey, I need a ride to the airport. No, I don't feel like it. I'm not saying that. Because there's a whole message on next level compassion and serving and things like that. But I'm talking about, here's the thing. If you are mentally, spiritually, emotionally unrested and worn out, you're really no help to anybody. People don't want to work with you. Your family doesn't really want to be around you because you're so impatient. So it goes hand in hand. We say yes too much. We say yes to things we don't really need to say yes to just because we don't want to make people feel bad, things like that. We, we put unrealistic expectations on ourselves. We convince ourselves that if we are not constantly moving, we are losing ground. We are unsuccessful. If I'm not constantly on the move and, and doing this and that, then I'm obviously being lazy or unsuccessful. And that's just not true, church. That's not true. Again, I'm not saying we don't try to be a better employee and get promotions, and those are all gifts from God. I, I believe that. I agree with that. I'm with you on that. I'm talking about unrealistic expectations where we convince ourselves and the enemy convinces us that if we're not constantly on the move and saying yes to everything and taking every open shift and doing everything, fill in the blank, whatever, that we are losing ground. We're unsuccessful. When in reality, church... A truly successful person is a person that understands the importance of rest. A truly successful person is a person that understands the importance of rest. And there's many other things as well that hinder our rest. Many other things. Insecurity can hinder our rest. Feeling like, you know, man, that's, that was me. That sometimes still often is me. The insecurity of trying to measure up. And, and what that does is you are overthinking everything. So really your mind and heart are never at rest. Because you're always trying to measure up to what you think everybody wants you to be. When Jesus says, hey, I love you. 
You're mine. You're my child. Stop trying to measure up to everybody else's expectations and how about mine? And I accept you and I love you. Insecurity hinders our rest. And on and on we could go. And you may be thinking, you may be thinking in your heart like, hey, I do all that. Like that's, that's me all around. All those things you just mentioned, I, I'm over busy, yes. I work way too much. I put way too many unrealistic expectations upon myself. Hey, I struggle with insecurity too. You could, take, you could probably think of a whole bunch of other things as well. And you know in your heart that you're not at rest. But it all starts with today, church. Because here's the thing. If you recognize in your life right now that you are not practicing next level rest, that you are not choosing to allow your, obviously, body, yes, but your mind and your soul and your heart to rest. If you recognize that today, then it starts with today to make a choice, to start making time to rest. And again, I don't mean a nap, although some of you would do very well to do that. Rest is so much more than just sleeping. So much more than vacations, and and those are so important. I, I, I believe that. I truly believe that. But it's so much more than that. Let's look back at King David. Remember this guy we just read about in Psalm 55 whose heart was overwhelmed that said, if I had wings like a dove, man, I would fly away and finally be at rest, is what he said. Psalm 61, King David says this. He says, hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee, when my heart is overwhelmed. For some of you today, your heart is overwhelmed. He says, my heart is, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me, and a strong tower from the enemy. What is that rock higher than I? Better yet, who is that rock? that is higher than I. In Isaiah 40, the scripture says this. The prophet Isaiah says, Hast thou not known? He asks a bunch of questions. Hast thou not known? Have you, do you not know? Hast thou not heard? Have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? He never gets tired. He's always at rest. There is no searching of his understanding. Verse 29, He giveth power to the faint. He gives power to the tired, to the worn out. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Verse 30, even the youths, even the young shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Man, there's a lot of like, we can relate to a lot of this, can't we? I'm tired. I'm worn out. Verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. You see, there is a way that we can go through this life. And here's the thing. We all have to work. We all have to love and spend time with our families and friends. We have to do everything still. Rest is not just about not doing anything. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to move to Hawaii, sit on an island, and do nothing. That is not rest. Rest is found in Jesus Christ. You will find true rest in Jesus Christ. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. We will run out of strength. 
Listen, I'm a pastor. I work full-time for Latham Centers in Brewster. I got four boys. I have a son with special needs. I'm not saying I'm just like, wow. You have a, I'm not saying, I'm just saying this is the life God's given me. And guess what? I can make it. I can do all the things that God is calling me to do, but not because I'm just a super strong dude with a lot of character. No, because Jesus Christ gives me the strength. He renews my strength. And listen, uh, I will run and not be weary. doesn't mean I'm not going to be tired, but I, I can do everything and still have peace and rest in my soul because of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. It'll keep him in perfect peace. Peace is rest. That's what real rest is. It's peace. Peace is rest in the middle of the storm. That's what it is. Joy in the middle of chaos. That is next level rest. Because I hate to tell you, life is not going to just get any easier just because it is. Life is hard. It's brutal, like I said. But rest, peace, is a firm foundation. It's steady ground, church. Don't you want to be on steady ground? Don't you want to be on a firm foundation? That's Jesus. The Bible tells me so. The Bible tells us Jesus is rest. And church, I've witnessed it. I've witnessed it myself. I have seen the goodness of God. I have seen the peace of Jesus Christ in my life. In the middle of my storms, in the middle of my stresses, I've seen him come through every time. I've seen that next level rest. And Jesus said himself, he said it, and he's saying it to you this morning, church. He's saying it to you. He's whispering it to your heart this morning. Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's speaking to you this morning. He's whispering to your heart saying, I know you're tired. I know you're worn out. I know you're discouraged. I know you're worried and scared. But come unto me. I will give you rest. I will take your burden. Sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is rest. It's just rest. And there's difference, the difference between being tired and being depleted. When we're depleted, we need to do something that replenishes us. Some of you are not just tell you depleted today. You're like out. Your cup is empty. So I want to give you like three or four things right now. I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just going to say them. Write them down. Because you need next level rest. Some of you need to practice rest in your lives. How can I replenish myself? How can I get that strength back in Jesus Christ? Well, first of all, talk to God. Talk to God. Pray. Church, we need to pray. We need to be people of prayer. We need to be men and women, Christians of prayer that spend time with God, that talk to God, that share our, our fears and struggles with God. Say, well, he already knows about it. And he wants to hear you talk about it. He wants to hear your voice. Why don't you believe that? Talk to God. Talk to God. Ask God for grace. Ask God for strength. Ask God for his blessing on your life, on your church, on your family, on your job. Speak the name of Jesus over your life. Talk to God. That'll replenish you. Hey, read the Bible. You have the words of God at your fingertips. Get in the word of God. Read the Psalms. Watch how much you relate to the stories of the Bible and the people who were discouraged and worn out and abandoned and forgotten and hated. And you'll say, hey, they made it because they trusted in Jesus Christ. And listen, I can do the same thing. That'll replenish you. Read the Bible. Do something that you love. Do something that you love, church. This is practical stuff. Do something that you love. Find a hobby. 
find a way to get away from all the busyness. Spend time with your family. If you've got kids, spend time with your kids. Remember the gift that they are. Do something you love. Be around God's people. That's why it's so important, church, for you to be in the house of God on Sundays. We meet one time a week, 10.30 in the summers, 10 o'clock in the rest of the year. Be in God's house. Sing the songs of God. Fellowship with other believers. Man, smile and laugh. It's so important to be around God's people and to be in God's house. That will replenish you. And then the last thing is just slow down, church. Slow down. Slow down. Breathe. I don't know how to. Man, you just got to start somewhere. Jesus is all you need. Give him your heart. Give him your cares. Give him your stress. Give him your worries. And church, rest in him. God is speaking to someone today. God is speaking to somebody's heart today. He has a message for you. He has a word for you. You need to slow down. You need to rest in him. He's always and forever enough for you. Thank you again for listening to the Coastline Baptist Church Podcast. We hope the message was an encouragement to your heart. Please connect with us through our website, coastlinecc.org, or on Facebook or Instagram. Send us a message, send us an email, and we'd love to connect with you. We'd also love if you could visit us for a Sunday morning service. You can find our address on our website, and our services start at 10 a.m. Our mission at Coastline is simply this, to know Jesus deeply and to show Jesus daily. I hope that we've helped you do that in your life today. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.